So this was a hard draft to <laughs> prepare for. This was the hardest draft to prepare for. And let me tell you why. We like everything. Yeah. Like I looked up a uh, list of like the worst movies ever made to see to like get some ideas. Mm-hmm. And um, Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 was on there. And we both know that that's the greatest piece of cinema that has ever been shot. Um, you want to introduce our guest? Yeah. So Caitlin's here. Hi. This is she lets me kiss her sometimes on occasion when I'm good. The Sundays and bank holidays mostly. <laughs> you only get kisses on Sundays and bank holidays. Dude, dude. <laughs> President's Day, you guys. Play the theme song. She's funnier than me. It's going to be a long episode. (laughs) Um, So yeah, this was just tough. So what we're doing, if you haven't read it in the title. Yes. We're going to do movie draft. um, Movies and TV shows that shouldn't have been made. And at least one musical. Yeah. Because I'm here. Yeah. So I I don't want to pick a musical. I'll pick one, but it'll be a bad opinion. It'll be <laughs> it'll be uneducated. Yeah, <laughs> this sounds like a bad musical based on the title. Uh, don't don't blow any picks because yeah. I had like three run through my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would just be to con. I would just pick Hamilton. That would be like just to be controversial. <laughs> That's a hot take. Or Wicked. Yeah, just like you haven't two, watched it yet, just right? Like the two best musicals and plays just like yeah those ones shouldn't have been done caitlin hates cats i don't hate it i like some of the music but the cat orgy in act two really just i don't know not for me we had to watch it in music history (laughs) we had to watch it in music history and i don't remember anything about that movie um, it's, it's a bunch of cats and, uh, they are voting on who gets to, uh, come back to life after they die. Oh. And at the end, the winning cat ascends, uh, into the proscenium via spaceship. And they pick that old. No, one. that sounds like it rules. Actually, <laughs> you're saying good stuff in, in between though. They're like, there's just a lot of Jillian Lynn choreography, like very eighties, theatrical unitard choreography. And then also a cat orgy. So yeah. no, Shane's right. The baseline is pretty solid. It's just <laughs> everything up to that point. It's, 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 it's like the yeah. ending rules. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Just like listen to memory and then like watch the, the last like bunch of dead minutes. cats in a spaceship, dude. This is <laughs> just awesome. one, just one dead cat in a spaceship. Oh. <laughs> the others just die and they don't get to come back. So. Um, and then they sing that song about Jellico cats, all the people that live in Jellico, Tennessee. <laughs> well, Yes, but hang on. What? So only one gets to come back to life, but at, yes. they're all. It's about ghost cats. 
Yeah. So it's all a bunch of cats and each song is their monologue basically being like, this is why I'm the best cat and okay. I deserve another life after this one. Yeah. And and that's it. That's the show. Also, they have sex in, in a group. So they burn, they burn through their nine and yeah. they're like, let me get the one. Let me get the one before okay. I just, yeah. Yeah. And so, that made millions so of dollars. It was the birth of a mega musical. Like, yeah, it was iconic. There's a reason that in the Captain EO pre-show, every dancer in the behind the scenes is wearing a cat's t-shirt. Cause like, it was like the thing for Broadway in the eighties. Hmm. I could do a whole draft. That's just musicals that when you read them, read the synopsis shouldn't be a musical. And then we couldn't be on that no, draft. No, it would be you, just we, me. You, you should have you should talk to Nathan about doing that. About doing cats? No, doing a draft. A draft. Oh, ooh, I should. Because it's fun and Broadway. We and- have a friend who has another podcast called Booze and Broadway, where it's just what it sounds like is we get Shout drunk out. and talk about musical theater. Um, I just got started on his podcast where we talked about Tuck Everlasting. But yeah, I could uh, Nathan would have fun with that. Exactly. Explain him the rules and he'd he'd oh he'd yeah, he'd yeah. be he'd be prepared. Yeah. We should, we should draft things we don't get about cats. Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> I could talk more about cats. <laughs> um, just if, if, if you can get anything from this podcast, it's that uh, we don't know much about cats and they need to release the butthole cut of the film. <laughs> of the film. Yeah. Of the film. Give us they the do. butthole cut. All those buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag butthole cut. Release the butthole cut. <laughs> Hashtag bring back the butthole verse. Some somebody has a file on their computer. Somebody on like the the crew of that film that's just like one cats, day <laughs> butthole take dot wmv like. And it's sitting right next to the trash bin, but they just can't bring themselves. To, yeah. to bring the file. They were like, over. I was told by the higher ups to delete this, but you know, make up any handy later. Uh, let's get that trending hashtag bring back the butthole verse <laughs> all right let's get this draft going because i think it's going to be a long one potentially yeah absolutely um so in order to determine the order of the draft we will uh we will uh perform a game of rollicking game of rock paper scissors between the three of us and we'll go on shoot so it's going to go rock paper scissors shoot are you ready rock paper scissors shoot Oh, go again. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. This is not All right, you win. I uh, won. Because we do odd man out, three oh, person. It's a I, modified version of Rock, paper, scissors. I'm just here to, you know, have fun. So Austin will de- uh, determine the order of the draft. And I'm pissed about it because I think we might have the same first. Maybe. Um, let's go uh, Caitlin, Austin, Shane in that order. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yay. Hot corner. <laughs> Hot corner. Now it is a serpentine draft. Uh, do you know what that is, Austin? Um. Yeah. Can imagine. You explain, Caitlin. What a <laughs> yeah, serpentine absolutely. draft is. Absolutely. Everyone doesn't matter what you're doing right now. Even if you're driving, just close your eyes, unbutton the top button of your pants, just so you can like <laughs> breathe a little bit and unclench your jaw yeah just just relax if you feel like you know partaking in whatever you partake in to relax just go ahead and do that 
and imagine for me a desert miles and miles long i mean it's so it's so like dry you can feel it on your skin the heat as it rises the sand in between your butt crack maybe under your arms you've been stranded in the desert for like four days and you need water but there's nothing in sight and as you crest the top of a dune you look out and over in the distance there it is oasis you move as fast as you can as fast as your body will let you under these circumstances you're massively dehydrated you reach out as you get to the edge of the oasis and it's a mirage you look down there's a snake slithering back and forth kind of like that (laughs) back and forth like a snake which means if you pick uh third in the first round you pick first in the second round so zigzags yeah just back and forth like a snake thank you for that beautiful uh tale that you weaved (laughs) yeah all right so uh before we start the draft we'll be right back and we're back that was upsetting yeah Yeah. just sit in it do you feel wet and weird weird wet now do you feel like a weird wet um, you feel like a weird, different kind of wet. No, you feel, should you I? feel like you. You feel like you rode a water no, ride about Caitlin, four hours ago. The stu- let him sit in the stupidity of that. No, don't <laughs> don't acknowledge it. Just like, do you, yeah, you feel no. like you rode Splash Mountain about four hours ago, but it's a little cold? Uh, I don't ride Splash Mountain because I'm afraid of drops. Okay, you feel like someone hit you with a water hose and your cargo shorts are still wet from three hours ago. Oh, okay, I do know what that. Means. Okay, there you go. Okay. Caitlin wears cargo shorts. What <laughs> I just learned. I did as a child because I I dressed like I was a forty year old businesswoman on Saturdays. I love that. Plus, we're gonna put all your games. <laughs> exactly. We're gonna all put my, all my treasures, my books. I kept the books. <laughs> keep a keep a full sandwich in there. <laughs> Just a loose sandwich. You don't need someone to insulate uh, one pocket of the cargos to have like a little cooler in your pants. That's Listen, so smart. That's dads would love that. That's tactical as hell. All right. So uh, first pick. First pick. First pick is me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. My first choice um, is actually a show that I refuse to watch out of principle because it should not have been made in the first place, and that is. Anne with an E. Is this about Anne of Green Gables? It sure is about Anne of Green Gables. Um, except, uh, basically they 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 read the Wikipedia synopsis for Anne of Green Gables, just the first book, not any of the other like seven books in the series, and they said. All right, I get the idea. Uh, let's make it as depressing and gritty as possible. And then they stretched out the first book for like three seasons. That's stupid. Yep. And then they got canceled right before, you know, she actually reaches adulthood. Which is where the good stuff happens. It, it gets, I mean, there's at least six books that it's all Anne as a young adult or a fully grown adult with her children. And they were like, let's focus on when she's 14 and real sad, um, which also defeats the <laughs> purpose. Excuse me. Lord. Welcome to this show. I do a lot of mic mic burps. Honey, you know I live with you, right? That's yeah. the first time you've burped within 
you know, 12 inches of me. <laughs> That's how we get started in the bedroom. <laughs> Rip a couple burps. And so I'll say no. this. I wasn't going to pick this and I don't think you guys are. And if you do, it would be wild. Um, but I was going to like say Titanic because I thought about Titanic because for me personally, I don't like period dramas based on fact. Um, yeah. <laughs> like Bridgerton okay. love it, but like, you know, stuff like that. But like, um, Pride and Prejudice with zombies. Fine. I can watch <laughs> it. But uh, like Titanic is just like historical dramas. Like I could care less. I don't I don't care well, at all. The big thing with Titanic is that the two VHS tapes are two separate movies. The first movie, you have Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio making eyes at each other. And then the second movie is everybody drowning slowly over the period of an hour and a half. Yeah, that second that second uh, VHS is my favorite. And it's... Oh, the second's your favorite? I like the second Oh, one. honey. Oh, I want to watch the record. No, I want to see I've, the band play. I've only watched it once because I got so stressed because like... Oh, wow. Like any other fourth grader with a special interest, I went through a Titanic phase where I was like, let me read about Robert Ballard and the boat. So I, I watch it going, <laughs> I know they're all going to die. I know they're all going to die. And I know this is not going to end well. And yet I'm still sitting here wasting an hour and a half of my time when I know everybody's going to drown. I already know yeah. what's going to happen. And it just stresses me out. But you're saying that like Anne with an E kind of took that same thing and they they, and they weren't true to the source material as well. Yeah, yeah. And on some aspects, it's interesting. Like they introduced a character where it's a, a young indigenous child. And I mean, this is Canada in the late 1800s, like 1890s, uh, when horrible things were happening then. And so like, okay, that's an interesting plot. But but also they took they sucked all the joy out of mm-hmm. Anne in order to make it this gritty, realistic reboot, because the whole mm-hmm. point of Anne Shirley as a character is that she finds, you know, the weird, wonderful joy in life wherever she goes and she brings sunshine and happiness and, and, and things with her. And here, like she's got the imagination part, but also she's really fucking depressing. <laughs> it's just I don't it's like just that. Sad. No, yeah. and they changed uh, Gilbert Blythe's storyline as well. And like, Ed and Gilbert are the pinnacle of the enemies to lovers trope. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just, they're perfect. They're absolutely perfect. And they gave Gilbert this whole, like, extra tragic storyline as well, just to make him more interesting. Because um, they had one book to fill three seasons. Exactly. They, they, were, they were dragging everything out <laughs> as long as humanly possible. And then they're like... All right, now she's becoming an adult. And then they were like, and y'all are canceled. So they just jumped a fleet of sharks. Pretty much, pretty much. Okay. So yeah, I was, as someone who grew up reading the books avidly, um, this was not the Anne of the books at all in the slightest whatsoever. This was this was somebody, somebody in an office somewhere was like, you know, it'd be great. No one's made an Anne of Green Gables anything in a while. We should we should jump on that before somebody else does. That's so my biggest capitalize on the name. That's also my biggest gripe with the Harry Potter movies is like all the liberties that they took, <sighs> deviating from the books and excluding things that would make the movies better. I'm oh. specifically thinking Half Blood Prince, but uh, <laughs> yeah, have, Prisoner of Azkaban comes to, to my mind first. Yeah. Because they never explain the Marauder's Map. They never explain in the movie who Mooney, Padfoot, Prongs, and Wormtail are. And you're like, wow, that's a nifty map. And then you read the book and go, 
fuck that was his dad and his friends like they never fully get to that point where you they guys are blowing picks Oh, you weren't. That? You weren't. Uh, gonna, I wasn't going to pick Harry Potter. You weren't going to pick. Ash Honey, Cabbage, you were homeschooled. Dude. You never learned how to read, so you haven't read the. <laughs> I don't like this draft- gang up on Shane episode. Movies and TV shows. <laughs> okay, well that is that is my TV show pick. My first one, right out of the gate, and with an E. It's a great pick. Yeah. Um. Whenever uh we picked this uh this. Topic. topic the first thing i said to caitlin was i know what your first pick's gonna be and she goes no you don't and i was like and with an e and you're like yeah <laughs> <laughs> because she talks a lot about this and uh eventually she said she's gonna just down a bottle of wine and bite the bullet and start watching I it am. but she hasn't watched it completely she trash it. i don't want to run oh, that no, rules anyway. all right my Is first it my pick it's my first pick um, oh, yeah, and I, I was gonna let you go first, but then you said we might have the same pick, so I wanted to, I wanted to get this one because I hate this show, uh, okay, and that's man. Big that Bang Theory. Oh, yeah, that's a good pick. It yep. wasn't on my list, but oh, I okay, had, I had trouble, but that's that's a great pick. I, that show sucks, and I was thinking about it today. I was like, maybe it's just because like anytime I see it, like it looks shot so poorly and so grainy, and it's like, how does Friends that was made 25, 30 years ago look <laughs> way better, like visually? And I don't know mm-hmm. if it's lighting or whatever's going on. That's part of it for me. I think all the jokes fall flat. I think it's stupid. I don't like the characters. Uh, I, I have no redeeming qualities for Big Bang Theory. I also feel like they exploited nerd culture and also ne- like had an uh, a character with autism and never acknowledged the autism they never had the balls to make it an mm. actual canon situation they're like maybe he is i mean he he's just is. a weirdo yeah. it's a disservice to so many people just across yeah, the board that tone too bothers me i think yeah because it'd be different like uh so like uh kevin uh, uh kevin smith's comic book men like mm-hmm. That's talking about nerd culture, but it's like it's taking itself seriously. It's celebrating it. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that like we're like, ooh, we're nerdy. It's like, no, you're idiots. Uh, you're actors. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You guys are all cool outside of this. I don't want to hear it. And Big Bang Theory came out around the time that like becoming a nerd was becoming more common. Yeah. But it still has the air of like, I'm a nerd. I'm more special than you are and people are so mean to me and in reality a lot of nerd shit you can find in target now yeah like it's not as niche as people think it is but big bang theory clung to this idea of like being nerdy is such a specific and unique character they built 12 seasons out of it yeah, but then now you got all these white boys around and going, I'm a nerd and that's why girls don't like Ooh, me. Bazinga! <laughs> I'm a real young Sheldon. <laughs> um, I will I will say the only <laughs> just crack yourself up. No, I cracked it. I guess he cracked up. That's this show, Caitlin. You don't listen, so you don't know is what happens is we laugh at each other. <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> That's a, but that's a great pick. Yeah, it is. I will say the only fondness I've ever had for it is I have been told that I sound like a character from the show. The blonde one. Oh, I don't know. I didn't I think Bernadette. That I I've yeah. been told I sound like Bernadette. Yeah. So. I don't I never <laughs> made I it past the first season. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's just not fun to watch. And I also don't think the jokes are clever or funny. No. Mm-mm. No. Knock 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 penny. Knock 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 penny. 
Yeah, laugh track. That's laugh track. my spot on the couch. Laugh track. <laughs> All right. With my first pick. Oh, we move it on. We're moving on. We yeah. can't. We should. We'll I don't have anything else to say. I don't yeah, like that show. It sucks. We hate it. And if you like it, you're wrong. Next. <laughs> yeah. My first pick is Space Jam, A New Legacy. It should have <laughs> never been made. Yeah. Fuck space. Like the director said he didn't watch Space Jam until after the movie was in the can. That's so sad. Yeah, no reference to it. It's not it's not akin to it, except for like basketball and Looney Tunes. Those are the only two things they haven't said. Yeah, it has no, nothing else touches <laughs> the other. You could barely call what they play in that movie basketball. No, it's a <laughs> video game of robots. Yeah. Also, as a Damian Lillard fan. I'm pissed that he came off the bench just like he does every year in the all-star game. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm salty. And I think that it shouldn't have been made. Um, the jokes weren't funny. Mm. It felt really forced. Uh, the kid who played LeBron's kid felt super robotic. Like he didn't have any direction. God bless him. Uh, best part of that movie is uh, uh, Don Cheadle. And that's a stretch. Yeah, he's just playing around. The best part of the movie is <laughs> there's one good joke at the beginning with the uh, physical comedy with the brother, the older brother getting hit in head with the automatic basketball machine. Yes, that is uh, very funny. <laughs> but that's it. That's it. Uh, and then the Michael B. Jordan joke is pretty good too. Oh yeah, you told me about that one. That Where it's like Michael, they like standing six foot three, Michael Jordan, and then Michael B. Jordan is there with popcorn. All right, guys, good luck. <laughs> That's a good. That's that's about as good as it gets. Oh, that's so sad that you you can't sell a movie off of one one decent joke. No, and it, it, the Looney Tunes look weird with the 3D animation. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't work. And like yeah. the the fact that it's a complete reboot instead of a sequel, where like you don't even acknowledge that the first one happened. Whenever that whole franchise should be. Um, catered on nostalgia it should have rode right. the nostalgia it, it should hard. have been written for you know for us and us. then our kids could and not children yeah our non-existent kids could enjoy it yeah they could watch space jam one and then <laughs> like space jam yeah um and then uh, i think the lack of bill murray was the reason why this wasn't successful the sure. fact that it didn't have bill murray and larry bird in it. oh real quick i watched Breakers. ghostbusters afterlife the other day have you all seen it we, yeah. we uh we saw it in theaters and we watched it last night oh wow i um i didn't know how much i love the ghostbusters until i watched that yeah <laughs> that is the yeah so when we went and, when we went and saw it in theaters uh we were like, oh my God. And then we like all the crying and everything yeah. that happened. We went out and bought Ghostbusters one and two on, on Blu-ray just and so we could go watch them. we watched them back to back. I'm like, yeah, dude, these movies rule. Ghostbusters are so good. <laughs> yeah, they're super good. Um our first movie date was actually the 2016 Ghostbusters. Yeah, the girl, the girl Ghostbusters. It was our second date. Yep. It was um and it was a test, and I passed. He did. Because if he had walked out of the movie going, going Women aren't funny. It would have been like, thank you so much for your time. And but I <laughs> thank God I like everything, especially big blockbuster comedies. And I, I was like, no, that's they're hilarious. <laughs> the movie has its flaws, but it's a fun movie. But oh, if yeah. you take it for what it is, yeah, and you don't take it too seriously, and you don't take it as a Ghostbuster sequel, and you just take it, oh, this will be fun. We get to see these people be funny in a universe where the Ghostbusters exist. This is fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's a good movie. Second that sentiment. I think it's a mental thing. If I go into something like, oh, I'm probably going to have a good time with this. I'm going to have a good time. Yeah, absolutely. It's and that's that's why this was so hard because I can have a fun time at a bad movie. Mm-hmm. I yeah. saw Tag in theaters. He did. Because he was too scared to come see Hereditary with me and my friends. So we met up at the theater to, together. They're like, go have fun at your movie. We'll to, see afterwards. To, to be fair, at Hereditary the time Hereditary, is Hereditary is a very scary movie in a lot of different ways. And that and was, I'm a baby. Yeah. You you just now like slasher movies. So to put him yeah. in a yeah, Ari Aster film. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, the, the part where towards the end. Spoilers for Hereditary. If you haven't seen a movie that came out like four years ago. Um, with the the mom is crawling on the ceiling. Me and my friend simultaneously leaped up to the friend sitting between us. So all three of us were piled into one seat. It was it was a lot. It yeah, was, it was very intense. What a great movie! A Space Jam, <laughs> a new legacy. Yeah, good choice. Um, you're gonna see a theme with all of my picks. Uh, there are, uh, but the next one that I cannot stand that was made is the sandlot too <laughs> okay the sandlot is great yeah sandlot 2 is the sandlot with worse acting but it's the same movie 10 years later oh awful bad bad movie hmm. not a fan sandlot's bad Saying a lot too. I don't have much to add. I just I don't yeah. like it. Um, <laughs> Is there any Benny the Jet Rodriguez in Sandlot? No, Benjamin oh. the Jet Rodriguez. Well, Not till the Sandlot three do we get Benny the Jet. Sandlot two is just it's the Sandlot, but in the seventies instead. And so there's a kid that's like a hippie, and then there's uh, the uh, real horny about the space race. Um, it's <laughs> Nikes instead of PF Flyers. Mm. And the uh, the the um, the baseball that goes over the fence is a model space shuttle. Oh. Yeah, and the Berlin Wall hadn't been knocked down yet, so it's kind mm-hmm. of a whole t- <laughs> it's a whole thing. <laughs> so, that's a huge plot point in the Sandlot too. Is when are they going to bring down that wall? <laughs> a lot of Cold War references in the Sandlot too. It's like the kids go and they're like. Their banana seat bikes right now. <laughs> Man, where are we gonna get take down the big red machine? Um, my question though, since I have not seen Sandlot 2, yeah, do they still have the iconic sequence where they all have chewing tobacco and then go ride the spinny ride? No, there's no tobacco they, bar they for do. this. Then I they definitely actually, have so funny. There is actually a tobacco scene, and this is when they find out that one of the kids they thought their friends is a communist because <laughs> he doesn't spit out the tobacco. Oh no. Yeah. It's uh, it's kind of crazy, actually. But yeah, the uh, <laughs> this was before Rocky Four came out, so they couldn't they couldn't take. Don't want to even beat Russia yet at any. Point. No. <laughs> so yeah, that's my second pick. It's Sandlot Two. It's not good. Um, my second pick is uh, a show a show that just came out, and I tried really hard to like it, and that's uh, Dexter New Blood. Um, oh. and yeah, I don't know. About this. Uh, I don't know if you guys have watched it. Um, I but. haven't watched it just because I heard the last season was so bad that it wasn't worth investing the time in the previous seasons. <clears throat> so yeah, maybe. But they leave Dexter the original series at fine. Like if they never made anything else, 
you have your story. But this, it was only like 10 episodes and everything is for the most part fine. Spoilers up until the last episode where Dexter acts completely different than he has ever acted in anything. Like uh, they completely leave like the integrity and the morals of the character. Um, he dies at the end, uh, oh. murdered by his own son, shot oh. by his own son. Yeah. Uh, and it's like they want you to have this like feel good, like because, oh, yeah, his son rides off in the sunset and the, we finally got the killer. But it's like, no, we love this man. Like, <laughs> like yeah, we love this mass murder. You made him. You, you made him the focus of the show and you made everybody attached to him because he killed bad people. Yeah. And then. No, but the murderer is dead and it's all good. No, that sucks. Yeah. They, they did that. They already did. The, the bad guy they, dies at the end in Breaking Bad. He like kills um, another like a police officer, which like he only kills bad guys and like henchmen of bad guys and things like that. He's never killed someone who hasn't deserved it. So it's like why now what like it's almost like a vigilante yeah like they did like a stupid thing um it was just bad writing i think um and but the guy that wrote the the first two seasons of dexter which are really strong wrote this and he said he originally wanted to kill off dexter which that's fine if that's what that comes to but like the way he got there was just uh really half-assed at the end of the day it was frustrating yeah yeah dexter new blood I'm sorry, bud. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Caitlin. All right. My your second and third pick. My second pick um, is along the same lines where somebody rebooted a TV show that should not have been rebooted. So my pick, uh, the two last seasons of Arrested Development. Okay. I haven't watched this show. Okay. The first three seasons Incredible. are phenomenal actually i loved them so much when i first saw them that i bought the dvd box sets um and watched them incessantly they're one of my um i'm already a binge watcher by nature but like i will play rest development at least once a year just watch the whole series again it's so well written it's so funny it's so quotable oh the Um, jokes are so good dude watch arrested development it's oh it's worth it the first three seasons though and part of the problem was like i think they're when it originally aired i don't think they could figure out their audience or their time slot it was also Mm -hmm. on fox and this is not a show that you watch and go yes this feels like a fox audience show because it's just so offbeat and so, so smart it's so smart they kept cutting back um the seasons they kept cutting their number of episodes they even make a joke about it in one of the seasons um because they have a fourth wall breaking narrator uh ron howard and it's it's so funny but yeah they, they kept losing episodes there so they were trying to you know balance things out and the, they were hoping to save the show yeah you know get moved to another network and it got it got canceled entirely and then however many years later they're like well let's let's reboot it for netflix and sometimes this works but in this case the the whole first season that they put together for netflix they gave each character an episode and eventually you see how the episodes and their stories tie in together mm-hmm but one of the main draws for us in development is seeing them play off of each other and mm-hmm. interact with each other. And you don't get any of that. And the characters on their own, like, yes, they're funny. Yes, the actors are talented. But you lose the magic of how, like, stupidly weird the whole Bluth family is. Yeah. 
And it just, it just, it wasn't the same. It lost the magic. You know, I can't, I can't think of a specific quote or theme or storyline or bit from either of the two newer seasons. But I've got 20 in my head. But I got 20 in my, there's always money in the banana stand. Like the original series. Here's $10. (laughs) Go watch a Star Wars. (laughs) I love all my children equally earlier that day. I don't care for Job. It's just, it's so good. These are my medals, mother, from army. And he's like a stuffed seal. It's so good. And it just, it broke my heart to have those two new seasons. Like I wanted new content, but not if it was going to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. They blew it. Yeah. So that's my second pick. And your third pick. My third pick. As it is. This is the musical that I selected. And it is Lestat, the musical. Um, Lestat is French. What does that mean, Caitlin? So uh, I don't know what the it, stat. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Means the fast. <laughs> sure. Um, Lestat is one of the primary characters in Anne Rice's vampire novels. So this musical was a whole bunch of Anne Rice novels, primarily Interview with a Vampire, but scrunched into a musical. And the music was done by Elton John. Oh, and Elton you're John, saying everything I'm into, Caitlin. I'll be honest with you. Here's the thing. The, the, music, the music is not his best work, but there's some enjoyable bits. In particular, Claudia has a truly bonkers song that I, I really, I've actually used it for auditions before. It's that weird, but that good of a song. Hmm. The, the book just falls flat because they literally took, and Rice's vampire books are like, cement cinder blocks of books so full of content and they're like how can we make this into like an hour and a half two hour long musical and the answer is not well because they tried to go too far into the backstory they tried to include too many references too many characters um there's people are constantly getting turned into vampires so they keep using the same like musical motif for it you just keep seeing like literally i read the libretto and it's like someone turns someone turns someone turns and they're just constantly getting turned into vampires um so it all sounds awesome it ran for like a couple of weeks and then elton john was so upset with how poorly it had done that he refused for like a decade to let the cast recording be released wow it's it's been released my favorite thing though is that the show was accidentally immortalized by the movie enchanted okay the scenes where you see um prince edward like emerging into Times square and like looking around you actually see the Times square billboard for lestat the musical behind him at one point and every oh, time yeah. i watch it, i'm like lestat there it is oh, i'm already yeah. the worst person to watch it chanted with because i know all the like trivia about it but <laughs> no, one thing that always just fun. tickles me i don't know we watched father of the bride yesterday and i quoted along with the entire movie so we or, didn't no, watch- or not father of the bride runaway bride runaway bride yeah i was quoting a, i was just <laughs> talking along with him <laughs> me and richard gear saying the same shit but yeah, I feel like the music for Lestat could be enjoyed, but the 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 book is just so plotting, and you're just like, oh, this is a lot of information. I think I think the next time I get some free time, maybe when Alyssa's <laughs> out of town, I'm gonna sit down and watch Cats and Lestat back to back, and then just see go. how I feel. <laughs> what I, my dream is that the rights for Lestat be made available for like community theaters, and I could see like 
like a, a, a community theater trying their best to putting the show up and it just being so much. Yeah, that would be sick. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'll audition for that. I love this. I love <laughs> I'm going to write these down. So yeah, my, thir- my third pick, Lestat the Musical. <laughs> Oh, it's okay, baby. All right. Uh, 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 no, my pick, right? No, Your it's pick. mine. Your pick. Um, for my third pick, I'm picking. There are five of these movies. Um, and one through four, I thoroughly enjoy. This uh, is on my list. I don't think you know what I'm taking. I know exactly. What you're taking. <laughs> I don't think you do. I'm gonna say I don't think Scary Movie Five. Should Scary be. Movie Five is on my list. Yo. Okay. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Scary Movie Five is garbage. Um, it's trash. It's literally just Charlie Sheen and Lindsay Lohan. They tried to parody Paranormal Activity and Mama, and those are the only two I can remember because I just could not pay attention to this stupid movie. It's bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not good. Well, the thing is, so Scary Movie One and Two were written by the Way and Brothers. They're top tier they're excellent they're very funny scary movie three and four was then turned over to some exact dude but they're fine three i think is honestly my favorite um i love the sign stuff with charlie sheen and all that nonsense uh so good they also they but that was when they were doing other movies too they were like emmett they were parroting eight mile like one of the characters <laughs> storylines is that he's also a white rapper like in scary movie oh, three. Yeah. yeah it wasn't just scary movies it was yeah, it was whatever fun. was going on in pop culture at the time. And Scare Movie Four is enjoyable uh, up until they get to like the War of the World stuff, and then like, um, but uh, Scare Movie Five is just garbage. It's not. It it. It's not watchable. They tried to capture lightning in a bottle again, and they couldn't well, do it. And you want to know why I don't think I like it? It's because Anna Ferris isn't in it. Yeah, and she's the heart of those movies. Yeah, that is yeah. true. And yeah. she's incredibly funny. So, like, to not have that in the movies really takes away from it. When your leading actors are Charlie Sheen and Lindsay, they <laughs> washed up. By this time it was made, they had both been through the washer and dryer a couple dozen times. Oh, uh, no. So, like, it's not a fun movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 I haven't seen five. I've seen one in two, but I also had a, a food poisoning when I watched them. So it's a little bit of a haze. Yeah. So, uh, but now I know, don't even try to watch five. So, no, don't waste <laughs> your time with scary movie five. Mm-mm. That's it. Uh, all right. My third pick <laughs> it's between a couple movies and a TV show. Um, I'm going to go with the TV show. I'm going to pick Joey, oh. the <laughs> sequel series to Friends that shouldn't have happened. Uh, they're like, oh, Matt LeBlanc, people love him. You know what we need? A lot of that character, you know, the guy that was just peppered in for a couple <laughs> jokes here and there. Let's do the whole show, but him. Yeah, like I, I think anybody would have enjoyed a show about any other character a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, listen, give except me a for spin-off. Ross. Fuck Ross. Oh, fuck Ross. Give me a spinoff of Monica and Chandler trying to raise twins in the suburbs. Like yeah. I would one hundred percent be there for that. I would watch a paleontology-based show. I just need you to know real quick. Uh, Paleontology, yes. Ross? No. Literally any other paleontologist in the world is better than Ross. Take your pick. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, yeah. a show about Phoebe? What are you doing? Come on. There's your money right there. Yeah. And let her travel the world. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
with Paul Rudd. Yes. She oh married Paul Rudd and we could have used so many more episodes with him. Yeah. I agree. Joey, bad pick. Bad. <laughs> that's a bad pick to have the sequel show. Especially, wasn't it all about him becoming an actor in LA? But one of the cruxes of the original Friends was that Joey wasn't really a good actor. Yes. Yeah. But then he got like a series regular. Dr. Drake of Romora in Federal <laughs> Hospital. <Yeah. laughs> uh, but yeah, Joey is my third pick. And my fourth pick is Taken Two. <laughs> we didn't need to do it twice. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> There are three taken movies. So I think twice is fine. I think they shouldn't have done taken three. No, here's where I differ from you. Okay. Taken two is bad. Taken three is like taken three is the Fast and Furious five of the taken franchise. They're like, we know why you're here. Let's get in there and go. (laughs) Liam Neeson solving mysteries fighting crime fucking it up but but the storyline of taken two is a little more fun because it's like it's people that he killed going the opening is good where they're burying their son's bodies and they're like he killed our sons we're going after him and his family uh yeah i recently watched this with gary taylor so i okay, have so it's fresh on the brain good opinions <laughs> about taken two yeah uh all right well yeah taken two we don't need to do it twice three times yes twice no (laughs) that's what you can take from my pick (laughs) the first taken rules yeah great movie oh that's just a good movie (laughs) the monologue the phone monologue that everybody everybody yeah Yeah. i will find you i've got a particular set of skills (laughs) that's a good liam neeson (laughs) thank you he played aslan so i listened to his voice a lot he did play aslan Aslan. yeah he was a voice he was kwan gunjin and aslan he was he two, was he played uh, two Jesuses. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he was, Double Jesus. He was fantasy lion Jesus, but also space cowboy Jesus. Yeah, that rule. And like I bought I bought it for both films. So. <laughs> and he was also bad bad boy Batman Jesus, because he was also Raza Ghoul. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Mm. The Jesus Trifecta. Oh, triple Jesus. <laughs> the God had three and one. <laughs> God, Jen Aslan and Razagul. I'd convert. I'd convert to that. Oh, hell yeah. That's our new religion. That really is. Oh. Liam Jesus. Speaking of superheroes, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't pick one. And God, I needed it to be better, but Green Lantern's such a bad movie. Aww. It's your favorite boy, too. And you love um, Green Lantern. I from the moment it came out and I'm not usually like this, but I was like, man, Ryan Reynolds, he doesn't. And he's Deadpool is amazing. I would don't change anything about it. Keep let that man play it till he dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is, was not a good Hal Jordan. And I was thinking back at it too, like the CGI when they're on OA and like with the other lanterns is beautiful. What they do with Mark strong as Sinestro. I mean, it looks so good, but when he's on earth in that stupid CGI costume, it, <laughs> it's like, and they do that now for Marvel and DC, but like it doesn't look bad, but it definitely yeah, looks they tried really it bad early. Yeah. I don't yeah. think the technology was there. And I also feel like you get Ryan Reynolds, who at the time was one of the most shredded dudes in Hollywood. Yeah. Just 
and then you put him in a green screen suit and you cover it up. You know, it doesn't make sense. Just they, have him in a spandex yeah. suit. Yeah, dude, it's just bad. And, but I think it's funny with Deadpool 2 where they rectify that. Uh, yeah, seen <laughs> the end where he shoots Ryan Reynolds in the head uh, looking at the Green Lantern script. <laughs> so Very funny. Head. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, but it's just a bad movie. <laughs> and another victim of that bullcrap they did with a lot of like hero movies around that time. Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer was also a victim of it. There's like five more, but like where the monster's a big floating storm. And it's like, <laughs> uh, no, this is stupid, dude. <laughs> this is just show the thing. We want to see the thing. Show the thing. Uh, if they would have leaned into it. Uh, yeah, because like the parallax, which is the yellow embodiment of fear is like this crazy fear demon. Do that. But a big space yeah. storm. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think this ruins Green Lantern movies forever? Do you think they'll never make a correct no, Green Lantern? No, they're movie? supposed to. There's a Green Lantern show supposedly oh. happening uh, coming to c- HBO Max. Centered around the core, the main three characters will be Hal Jordan, John Stewart, and Guy Gardner. So, like, and they've already cast a Guy Gardner who is the uh, dude from American Horror Story. Uh, Evans. Not Evan. Evans. Not he him. he's he played the like a. Uh, the mama's boy in uh circus or whatever. Oh, oh, uh, Bobby Boucher. No, <laughs> close. <laughs> <laughs> it's is it Finn? It's Finn, Finn something. Finn Whitrock. Finn Whitrock. Yes, he is Guy Gardner. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Fun fact the American Horror Story house at Horror Nights had his character, and I was real drunk the first time I went through. And so he comes out doing his bit, and I just went, I love you. And he was very confused. <laughs> So that's what I think of every time I think of Finn. <laughs> that's awesome. You've seen me at Horror Nights. It's interesting. It's, it's a, a good time. time. Yeah, always have fun yeah. going with you all. Yeah, absolutely. I think this year was way better than the first time we went. Yeah, we had a great. I had a great time this year. We had yeah. really good houses this past year too. Yeah, and the oh. weights weren't terrible. No, not really. No, we had a good time. I was just thinking about that mysteries house again or what unearthed arcana or whatever it was oh the um the last I know one exactly. we did yeah uh, i was about to say mrs basley frank weiler uh, the, uh, the, the noir house right yeah the yeah. film noir oh, it was so was much called? fun case files case files yeah that was it that was a cool one and yeah. that devil at the end that was, devil. that was good yeah the creature designs and all of all of those creature designs were so cool yeah i mm, love that yeah and that and that was like a long house. I really yeah. enjoyed that house. Yeah. Oh, uh, next time we get to go, now that I have a job uh, where I'm on my feet, I'm going to lie on air and say that I will be more prepared to walk. Um, so <laughs> it'll be, <laughs> yeah. Be Every time, on. like you start off a horror night, it's like you're going through the turnstiles. You're like, yeah, this is great. I'm so excited. I'm going to last the whole night. And then, like by this last house, you're like, oh my god, I can't function anymore. <laughs> yeah. Didn't help that we had done Magic Kingdom the day before. Yeah. Dude. That was that, a poor choice. And then that day, I'm so glad we had that day at the hotel. Yeah. Because I fully took a nap in the pool. Like, that was so <laughs> done. I was, I was asleep in the pool. I needed that after the three days in the parks. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, hey, we're getting older. I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> yeah, but Green Lantern. Yeah, fuck Greenland. Solid, yeah, solid choice. Not fuck the movie. The yeah. movie. You love Green Lantern. You I have love them tattooed on your bod. I do. 
All right, whose pick is it? Uh, yours. Fourth and then is final it, pick. Oh, is it yours or is it mine? I thought it was. It was. It's yours. yours. Yeah, right? No, it is yours, Caitlin. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> it is your yeah. fourth and then okay. final pick. Fourth and final. All right. So my fourth pick, um, anything past season 11 of Criminal Minds. Oh. I would argue that even seasons 10 forward could have been canceled because I hate Jennifer Love Hewitt's character so much in season 10. Um, yeah. I mean, she replaced Dr. Alex Blake, who is phenomenal, Great addition to the team. And then they 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 let go of her and brought in Jennifer Love Hewitt, who is very pretty. But oh God, the worst. Is she a medium in this show? She's not. She's the mostly bullshit. there to say. That would have made it better. No, every episode she <laughs> yeah. has to reference, my sister died in 9-11 and then I raised her baby. So I'm practically her mom and I'm basically a saint, but like I'm not a saint. And I'm just like, can you please stop? She has, adds nothing of value to the team. But the end of season 10 is when you lose both Aaron Hotchner and Derek Morgan. Yeah. Why would you do the show without Hotch and Morgan, dude? Exactly. They're, they're, <laughs> you can't have the have two you without them. you watched Criminal Minds, Austin? Yes. You promise. I promise. Alyssa watched all 15 seasons or what, however many seasons there are not too long ago. Jane uh, doesn't like to watch it because they're loud and it spooks him. It's noisy. Yeah, yeah, I've watched. I Hotch is the Hotch is the baddest man on the planet, dude. He, he is both the baddest man on the planet, but also everybody's father because yeah. everybody has daddy issues in this team. <laughs> like, like especially like the first season, and you see like baby Spencer Reed is basically like an orphaned giraffe, and Hotch is like, huh, I'll raise this one too, I guess. Yeah. Like. Uh, but once once you lose Derek and you lose Hotch, and then they're trying frantically to replace them with other characters, it just doesn't work anymore. And then they didn't know how to write Spencer anymore, and it it sucks because they they Spencer starts off the first season as like, look at this infant prodigy. You know he's so great. He's another character that they're like, is he autistic? We'll never tell you. Um, but he's very very heavily coded as autistic. But then they didn't know how to write him as a full-fledged adult because by the time you get to season whatever, like season 11 or 12, he's in his like mid thirties. And they're like, oh, all the stuff that was so cute about, you know, 23 year old Spencer, we don't know how to write as an adult. Mm -hmm. So they're like, do you know what would fix this? Send him to prison and then say that it changed him as a person. And then we could write him completely differently. Because like Spencer in season 15, isn't even remotely related to Spencer in season one. And then when you have like the rest of the team, you know, falls completely flat, they've gotten rid of some of their most iconic characters. It's just like, why, why did you do this? Yeah. Why just give us, I mean, true. But at this point, they already had, you know, 10 seasons worth of syndication that they could yeah. have thrown it's out It's also there. like, when are they going to take Grey's Anatomy out back and put it oh down? Because, God. like, that's out of her misery. They need to old yeller Grey's Anatomy <laughs> back. Yeah. Ellen Pompeo just looks sadder and sadder every time oh. she talks about, like, I've signed on to another season of Grey's Anatomy. And I'm like, girl, you can say blink twice if you're in danger. You like, can build a house out of gold coins at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, just she's like the last remaining person who like has been there the entire time. And it's like, you must be so tired. Definitely. But yeah, criminal criminal minds. I love the show. 
But they they should have said, you know what? If Derek is leaving the show, if Hotch is leaving the show, if we don't know how to write Spencer anymore, we should just write a good finale and and say goodbye. And also they should have uh, not replaced Alex Blake with Kate Callahan because I hate Kate Callahan. There. It's a great pick. My last one or my second to last one? I think you should pick your last one. My spare? Yeah, I think. You okay, Shane is currently looking at my 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 notes app. Um, I was going to pick for my final pick. Well, don't say that until after. Just okay. say that, yeah. I'm going to go for my final pick, the Avatar The Last Airbender movie. Mm, it's Should a not bad movie. Mm. <laughs> um, so, so when I was you know, a weed child, I watched the premiere of the animated series. And mm-hmm. I was in from the first episode. I watched the episodes as they aired. I have one of the original release Sokka action figures. Again, special interest situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so when the live action movie came out, I was like super stoked. I was like, this is me so good, you guys. Like my favorite TV show is being made into a live action movie. I hosted a premiere party um, where all my friends came over and like, I made food that was like inspired by the series. I made matching t-shirts for everybody based on their favorite characters. And we went to the midnight (laughs) premiere and I have never been so disappointed in an event in my whole life. Shout out in that Shyamalan. Oh man. (laughs) And the thing is he was initially so excited about this project and like the creators of the show were like, Oh my God, this, you know, amazing filmmaker wants to work with us. And then the resulting movie was just like, what is this? You could have replaced, well, they didn't even call him Ang, they called him Ong. You could have replaced Ong with a potato and had the same movie. Yeah. You think it was a uh episode one Anakin situation? Like if they had a better Ang, it would be a better movie. No. No, it was just a bad movie. Because Jake Lloyd was a fine child actor, especially in that era. With a bad script. No, this this was some poor child they found in a Taekwondo class in Texas. Um, also a white child. You think I'm kidding, but I'm not. That's what they found him. And then you've got Sokka and Katara that are like... I mean, literally, Sokka was uh, from Twilight, like Jackson Rathbone. He was one of the Cullen family. Um, like, they cast him as Taka? Or no, Soka is what they called him. I've never seen it because <laughs> I knew, like, I was like, oh, this isn't going to be what I want it to be. You can see that from the trailer. Like, Oh, it's... oh absolutely. But you were yeah. just so stoked. I was so stoked. And, like, the thing that really makes it sad is, like, the, one of the big concepts is, like, the bending where they can control the elements. And in the series, it's phenomenal. And in the show, they do this whole, like, complicated dance in unison to lift a pebble and I was like, yo, they did the fusion dance. This yeah. is how y'all lost it. Not even, the fusion dance, at least, is interesting to watch. Like, this is just sad. It's just very sad. Um, I was just glad my favorite character doesn't show up until season two of Avatar. And I was like, thank God that they never did the other movies they had planned. Cause if they had ruined Toph, I never would have recovered financially yeah, from this. And the thing, when you have something that precious, it's like, stick to the source material yeah. like what are you doing don't yeah. take creative liberties you're not gonna make it better like you you had a, a, an amazing script amazing characters the co-creators were partnering with you and you gave us this i think a lot of it has to do with like studio involvement for sure especially after the nightmare yeah. that was justice league and all that nonsense <laughs> but like 
uh, I don't know, like with something that good, yeah. you, have, you have to really screw it up to <laughs> screw it up. Like that's and the it thing. Was, it was all laid out for him. Like yeah. he just he just needed to copy somebody else's homework and it would have been fine. And yeah. then he was like, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to change a bunch <laughs> yeah, of shit. To go out of your way to make it bad. Like that's the thing. He did. <laughs> yeah. And what would kill me the most is uh, Dev Patel played Zuko. Oh. And you could tell he was trying so hard. Dev Patel's so like, good. He's that's so good. good. Yeah. And, and they just, they just, they just steamrolled everything. And it was very sad. Oh man. But yeah, Avatar The Last Airbender live action movie. My fifth pick. That's great, great, great out of that. This pick is controversial, but I am firm in it. This isn't something I haven't said on this podcast before. Shane brought it up earlier. I think Breaking Bad should have never been made. I do not like Breaking Bad, and I <laughs> and maybe it's because like um, I didn't, I wasn't on the wave when it came out. I did go back and watch it afterwards. I don't think the characters are fun to watch. I don't think the story is interesting. I don't think I don't think like the decisions that the characters make are, are like it's not based in reality. Like like this TV show is supposed to be really grounded. I don't feel like any part of it is grounded. Like it it is it's not fun. You're grounded to watch. from this show for being an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Go to your that room. is not a good watch. I don't care. I don't think it has any rewatchability. I, I will say that. I will say you see it once and that's enough. I don't think you need to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. But I did enjoy the series as I was watching it. And when, uh, when uh, spoiler alert, when Gus dies is the most cathartic moment in television history. Is it really? Because Gus, you know he's the bad guy, but it's until like two episodes before you don't really get a threat from Gus. Like it's not, I don't know, man. It doesn't really matter. I enjoyed matter. it. I liked it. Whenever he stood up and straightened his tie and the other side of his face was blown off and that's how you knew he was dead. That was cool. Yeah. That, that was, was a cool, a cool, it was a cool death. Effect. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool deaths all day. I remember asking you if you thought I would enjoy it and you were like, no. Yeah, I did tell you you would enjoy it. It's not a Caitlin. <laughs> it's show, not a Caitlin sure. show, and I accept that. Yeah. It's but just, you enjoyed it. Uh, I'm surprised that. Uh, can we move to my last pick? Because there's nothing more to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised that I waited so long to pick this. But Indiana Jones: Kingdom of the Crystal. <gasps> we all yeah, forgot about it. it. I just googled like <laughs> overhyped sequels. Is what I just googled. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. And they were gearing up for Shia LaBeouf to be the, the next thing. the next indie or whatever. And then and then aliens. Aliens have never been a threat in any other Indiana Jones movie. And I even like rewatched it recently to see if I was wrong. Hmm. I gave them the benefit of the doubt. No, it was bad. It's well, here's good. let me argue against that because. Other than Shia LaBeouf and Aliens, that has really good action sequences. Yeah, there's some that cool movie. stuff in there. But you don't need Shia LaBeouf. No. If it was just another, like, well, Indy's back at it again. It was cool to see Miriam. Yeah, see, that was the redeeming Miriam. quality for me. Like, the only thing that I was like, but at least it had this, was at least out of all the Indiana Jones girls, they brought back Marion because she She's is top-tier Indy girl. One. 
yeah oh, she's by far the best yeah but that's uh that's uh yeah my last pick is indiana jones came with crystal skull Man. my father would agree with you on that one. Oh, i know my father has had one halloween costume for the past uh 12 years and it is a fully researched as authentic as possible indiana jones costume including a bullwhip that he doesn't quite know how to use but he tries <laughs> what if your dad just got real good at bullwhip that would be cool huh to make um, it the most authentic indie he <laughs> like made himself good at bullwhipping uh, well, he is retired now, but yeah. my father is also just the whitest man you'll ever meet in your life. And he wears his Indiana Jones shirts, his T-shirts tucked into his cargo shorts with a belt on the weekends. So I'm going to I'm going to say that if he does become good at the bullwhip, I'm going to have to also, you know, buy some lottery tickets because like the world. Yeah, <laughs> the um, world's going to come to an end. <laughs> he doesn't listen. So you can just say he's a dork. Her dad is a big dork. It's true. Uh, don't let him listen to this. <laughs> oh, he's no, he won't. great. He's a good there's, dude. There's too much cussing on here. Fantastic for guy. <laughs> a great dad. But big old, big old nerd. Big old nerd. It's where I get it from. Shout that, out, that. dad. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, that, that's Shane, the final pick. What were your third and fourth picks? I'm so sorry. I, I could not remember. Shit. Uh, Joey. Joey. Yeah. What's my other pick? Do you remember? I would have got distracted by I have Indiana Space Jones. Jam, Sandlot 2, Joey, and Indiana Jones. I'm so sorry. Sandlot? Or is that your second? No. Sandlot 2, Space Jam. Taken 2. Oh, That's yeah. Why uh, in Jesus? Great. Fantastic draft. Uh, <laughs> Why in Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> had a lot of fun. Uh, Caitlin, you went first. You took Anne with an E, the last two seasons of Arrested Development, Lestat the Musical, uh, seasons 11 through 15 in Criminal Minds and Avatar, The Last Airbender, the movie. Uh, I took Big Bang Theory, Dexter, New Blood, Scary Movie 5, Green Lantern, and Breaking Bad. Shane, you went last and you took Space Jam, A New Legacy, Sandlot 2, Joey, Taken 2, and Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Is there anything else that we wanted to throw out? Anything you left uh, on the board? Son of the Mask. Oh. Uh, Step Up 3D. <laughs> Men in Black International. Uh, he's just reading a list. Spider-Man yeah. turn off the dark. He found a BuzzFeed listicle somewhere. No, no, no. That's my Spider-Man uh, turn off the dark. Okay, that's another just like bonkers musical those, situation. Those are all on my list. This was my list. Um, Spider-Man the musical was just a hot mess up one street and down another. They kept having to recast their of Spider-Man because uh, <laughs> like accidents kept happening. Um. Anastasia is coming to the Tennessee theater and I was trying to get oh. tickets to take Alyssa to see it. So. Oh, she would love that one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working on it. The tickets are sold out and very expensive. Uh, on resale sites. Yeah. <clears throat> Sounds about right. Mm. I did. I did have one that I considered, but Shane wanted me to go with avatar instead, which I mean, I can't, that was a good, a solid pick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I do I also know. want to throw out there the 1974 film adaptation of Where the Red Fern Grows. Okay. Um, first of all, Wilford Brimley's in the cast. I think that says a lot already. So uh, it rules. <laughs> here's the thing. This is from a genre of children's book where it's um, sad pioneer animal stories. Um, so it, it, this is along the same lines where you're like, what a sweet story about a little pioneer boy 
you know, going on adventures with his pet dog and he's got like overalls with no shirt on. And then the dog dies. Um, this is along those lines. Um, <laughs> the, the, these books stood out for me. The, the movie traumatized me. I read the book first as a child, saw the movie at church, which why did they show this to us at church? Um, but first of all, yes, the dogs, dogs, plural, die at the end. Um, their names are uh, Dan and Anne. And one of them dies first, and then the other one is so sad that they oh can't gosh. go living without the other, and the other one also dies. Um, and that's where the red fern grows, is that grows on their graves. Where the dogs die? <laughs> the dog, both dogs die. But let me say that's not the most horrific thing to happen in this book. And this is something that, like, stuck out to me, and they included it in the 1974 film adaptation, where our, our plucky main character... Um, is hunting at night with his dogs and he's being chased by this bully who is like a couple years older than him. This is like, you know, a young teenager. And the, Ruben, the bad boy, is carrying an axe and he trips and he falls. On and the, the book describes in detail and the movie shows it that he falls on the axe. And let me just tell you. This no, for kids. This is for, this is I, for I, I hate when I bust my tailbone. Honestly, <laughs> like it's the worst. But oh no, no, the book describes in detail how it like sinks into his stomach flesh and then he dies. Got yeah. Uh, so even Wilfred Brimley can't redeem this. Roasted. Got him. I will I say they tried to make another adaptation in 2003 with uh, uh, Dave Matthews of Band in it and okay. uh they they stopped at the point where the boy got the dogs they never went past that point they were like we're done we're out this is for wonderful world of disney in 2003 we're done <laughs> dave matthews um, is great and just go with it by the way we watched that yesterday yeah. oh yeah Adam Sandler movies are real movie. long though. it's so yeah funny. it is good the uh little girl I feel it. I do, I do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> the little girl with the bad British accent. I'm like, oh, same. Me Bart, also as a child. <laughs> Bart Bart the water fart. Like they're just like <laughs> dumb little <laughs> jokes in there. They're so good. I'm Kiki D. I'm not like <laughs> I love it. I like the um uh the the Devlin joke that runs through the <laughs> yeah. whole thing. Holy Devlin. <laughs> yeah. Very funny. Oh, I love uh, oh, you're smelling Devlin. I'm an inventor too. Would you invent the barking hand? said to him. It's the best part. So good. Um, I had one that I wanted to throw out, but when I started reading uh, the synopsis, because I only remembered two parts of this, I decided that I wanted to watch this movie again. So, but I need to tell you about it. Uh, this is called Monster Mash. It came out in the year uh, 2000. Uh, I think Universal put it out, but it's an animated movie. Uh, and it says, Drag Frank and Wolf were the scariest monsters around until they became associated with fun and other things happening, like Drag no longer having his fangs and Wolfman going bald. They end up summoned by the Superior Court of Horrors, where the judge <laughs> orders them to prove that they are still scary by the end of 24 hours, or they will be sentenced to an eternity entertaining at children's parties. Um, <laughs> this sounds awesome. Yeah. They're assigned to scare the Tinklemeister family. The Tinklemeisters <laughs> soon end up assisting Drac, Frank, and Wolf into proving that they are still scary, even when the Grim Reaper prosecutor uh, sends three new monsters consisting of, this is who I remembered, Freddy D. Spaghetti, uh, <laughs> the king of carbohydrates. He's a humanoid spaghetti monster based on Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees. Uh, Chicky the Doll of Destruction, 
a wind-up toy based on Chucky and the alien eater, which is just alien, uh, to make sure that they fail in their mission. Uh, so I got to find this and watch it now. Uh, is this is this live action? No, it's, it's an animated too. movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's called Monster Mash. Okay, because Google came up with one that says Monster Mash, the movie with Candace Cameron. Oh. Not Ray. so I mean, this is probably like the peak of the DJ years. It's only 64 minutes long, so an easy <laughs> little watch. There we uh, go. I got to check this film out. Caitlin, thanks so much for being on the show. I always have fun when you're on here. Absolutely. I have a lot of fun doing this. It's a good time. That's a good one. That's a good draft. That's yeah. a solid draft. Fun time. And, and, and we got the Holy Trinity out of it. So <laughs> Yeah. We did found a new religion, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Liam Neeson, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> And also lying. <laughs> oh man. Well, you can follow me. I don't know. Do you want to plug anything? Oh, me? Yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, I've got social media. You can find me as the metaphor girl, all one word, all across social media platforms. It's pretty much all I got right now. Sick. You can follow me on all forms of social media at Shane is rad. You can follow Austin at Colonel Austin Jones. Our theme song is outrageous off the EP Zang by the band Dog Cops. Send naked fo- photos of your friends and family to Dog Cops. Uh, we're going to invite them to our wedding. Yeah, we're going to try to get Dog Cops at our wedding. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah. Um, in case you're wondering, no one's writing jokes about Anne of Green Gables. Um, I tried to find <laughs> one. They don't exist. Uh, oh man, there's some TikTok you have to stuff. clear the slate on that one. Oh, that's very niche, but a very good one. Actually, the not two that people, niche if you're The two with people it. that get that joke just fucking died in a car accident because <laughs> they were laughing so hard. Uh, um, you got, all right. You got a joke? No, no, <laughs> nothing. No. When I feel it, I do it. <laughs> Pokemon. Garbage!